Hey, if you like the content that we are putting out, please support us by going to anchor.fm slash our lunch break podcast and click the support this podcast link to donate to this podcast. All proceeds would go directly to the podcast in order to deliver the highest quality content that we can produce. We would really appreciate your support as our listeners. So check it out at anchor.fm slash our lunch break podcast. Hi, thanks for joining our lunch break podcast. We hope you enjoy the time you spend with Ben and myself, Paul, as we talk through issues in pastoral ministry as well as all things related to the NBA. Is that a weird combination? Yes, it's always peanut butter and jelly when you think about it. So grab your lunch and join us during our Lunch Break Podcast. All right, welcome to our Lunch Break Podcast. This is episode eight. We have we are eight Woo! episodes in. That's pretty good. This is uh, this is Paul and this is Ben, and uh, we are talking about the NBA today. We are well on our way. We're in conference finals mode. Um, last time, I actually had to go back and listen to our previous podcast to see where exactly we were because I feel like so much has happened since then. Um, so, but what are you having for lunch? Oh, that's a good question, Ben. <laughs> My wife made me a delicious bacon fried rice. It wow. Is- Awesome. That looks great. That's, what a coincidence. Though. I have uh, <laughs> some uh, kimchi fried rice made by my wife um, with a bunch of spam and kimchi, delicious kimchi in it. Mom. It's great. It's great. Our wives are, are the best. Wives are the best. Anyway. Well, today, like I said before, we are walking through NBA again. Um, since the last time we, since our last NBA pod, um, the Warriors swept the um, Portland Trail Blazers. Mm-hmm. Blazers yep. again. Is that three years in a row they've been like they they were knocked out by being swept? swept? Like, I think so. Yeah. Now, right. Who won, who did they get swept by the first year? Because last year it was the Pelicans. This year's the Warriors. The year before, was the Rockets? No, it was. Who did they get swept by? Maybe it was the Jazz. No, it was the Warriors then too. Oh, what is it, the Warriors? Uh, oh, actually, it might have been the Warriors. It might have been the Warriors. Blazers. 2016 playoffs? Or 2017 playoffs? 2017, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, it was the Warriors. Yeah, so Warriors, Pelicans, Warriors. Yep. All sweeping the Blazers. Well, I mean, they made the conference finals this time, so. Yeah. That, yeah. That's something. Yeah. But I don't know, do you feel like the Blazers, um, like, I feel like that was their ceiling with this team. Well, I guess, you know what, Nurkic wasn't it. I wonder what it would have been like. Cantor was hurt. I mean, the thing about it too, though, is is I think Dame was talking about how if they had Nurkic, it would have been a different different series. Same thing about the Warriors, you know. I mean, sure, sure, sure the Warriors, like, even even without KD and Boogie, they're still great. Mm -hmm. Even the last game without Iggy. Um... But, you know, it would have been a completely... I, I think it's the same conversation with the whole CP3 if he was, you know, in the in the game, game six and seven last year. Yeah. And, you know, it would have been different if we had Iggy. You know, it would have been, it would have been different too. True, so true. I think it just goes back and forth. And there's just so many what ifs. Exactly. What ifs are the worst? No, I think it's just... That's, this is what happened and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... I think the Blazers will be good for a while, though. I, I think they will... I think... They gotta they gotta work on some of the contracts because some of the money that's going around is going 
too much to certain players that Evan Turner. Yeah, I think he's got eighteen million next it's year. Crazy, it's crazy. Who was? But I think if they can kind of work out those contracts, I think it'll be um, great for them, and I think they'll, they'll they can probably get some uh, good role players that can fit in and match that team, match yeah. their big three that they have. Yeah, Myers Leonard dropping thirty that last yeah. game. <laughs> Freaking. <laughs> oh, crazy. Where'd that come from? Yeah. And just Dame, just yeah. disappearing. Like, I saw his averages over the three rounds. He was, he, he averaged like 36 against OKC, and then it was like 27 against uh-huh. uh, the Nuggets, and then now it's, uh, and then it was like 22. Like, he just, and, it's, and all his field goal percentages going down at the same yep, time, yep. too. Like, and you know, like, the Warriors did a great job defensively against him to like double him every time yeah. and things like that, throw bodies at him. And, you know, separate ribs, you know, things like that. So, <laughs> I mean, they did a great job. So, I mean, that's going to happen. I call it good defense. <laughs> you know, I want to say that separate, that rib issue also was in the Oklahoma City series, though. I, I, oh, right. I saw a clip later that, like, I forgot who, well, actually, it might have been Russ. Yeah. Um, like, maybe, um, maybe I think Dame drew a foul or something. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, and it was where and Russ ended up, like, uh-huh. or maybe Russ was driving in uh-huh. and while Dame was defending him, like, his arm got him into the ribs and stuff. So, yeah. And I remember there was that too, but I don't know how much that actually had to do. If it, that was when it was separated, like he played uh-huh. injured all the way through the Nugget series, yeah. or if it like like became worse when Kevin mm. Devon Looney like fell on him, you know, like so. Then run with a loose ball, you know. Yeah, it happened. no, it happens really. Like I mean, that's just part of the game. Everyone yeah. knows it, you know. So, but interesting. A lot of in- injuries happen. So yeah, um, and then now we're in the Toronto. Uh, Milwaukee series. Yeah, that was crazy. Two and two, both apparently good home teams. You know, so yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of people are putting the blame on Giannis, and it's kind of like, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, where, where, where has he been? Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's really that's been really interesting. That conversation. Yeah, and Kyle Lowry showing up the right time yeah. in sense too, because Kawhi last game he only scored nineteen. Um, I mean, he shot efficient and stuff and stuff too, but he they actually did distribute the ball better. Like they didn't just yeah. isolate him at the, the top of the key yeah. or anything this time. So. It looks like uh, Toronto's kind of freaking Milwaukee out, so it'll be interesting to see. I think tonight they're playing Game 5 yeah. in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I think people are hoping for seven games just because oh, yeah. they want to see these two teams battle. You know, they everyone thought these two were the best teams in the East, regardless of Philly and Boston. Uh-huh. They thought it was these two, so. No. I think yeah. as, uh, as a Warrior fan, I'm really excited to see them go to seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, plenty of rest. Yeah, I, I think... Um, even even just knowing that the Warriors were able to sweep and, and get this extra rest, man, some there were possessions where they just looked tired. Yeah, they just looked tired. So I'm just glad to see that. Glad to see that get them get to rest. And now it's going to be you know six games no matter what. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, can Can Giannis finish it out? You know, what will we'll, will I mean he was kind of like the next man up kind of um, you know thought process and. If if you if you can't take them to the finals, does that mean that that conversation gets postponed? Hmm. Interesting. Is it too soon for next man up? Because KD is next man up. But that's the thing too. Like you know, KD, his reign was so yeah. short. If if there was a reign, <laughs> no, it was secretly Curry the whole time. Curry will always be loved. Wow. Um, no, but actually going back to the Warriors Blazers or um, yeah Blazers series, Draymond uh-huh. um, Green. Oh, so, yeah. man, you know, watching the last few minutes of that game, mm-hmm. like, Curry was not hitting shots, and then Draymond was the one who put the dagger in, you yeah. know? And Draymond making all the defensive plays, all the right stuff, yeah. like, um, 
again, like Draymond was the. I think he was the center. I mean, like if you look, I mean, it's crazy though because Curry, his impact without the ball is ridiculous. Oh, like, I mean, even with the ball, like, like he, he he'll be missing shot shots. He had bad shooting nights, things like that. Even though he's still average, you know, thirty plus, but yeah, it's like. Like just like when Draymond has the ball, or like he, when he's doing uh, like stuff on the defensive end, which also, by the way, oh, we'll we'll get to this later actually. But um, you can just see that like the way that Curry can help space the floor uh-huh. allows Draymond to operate really, oh, yeah. really well, especially with bigs alongside bigs yeah. and stuff like that. I, I was um, so I was watching some game analysis, man. Even watching um, uh, Kobe's details documentary mm-hmm. on on Draymond and. Uh, some ESPN stuff that they had, and I think just watching it, you you see how smart and how cerebral of a player Draymond is. You uh-huh. see him run the court, and you just know that he knows Steph is somewhere behind him trailing. You know that players are going to be jumping towards him. He he knows that you know, he sees Clay off to the to the side, and and when he's running, he he can he knows where to go because he knows how his players will roll as well, and how when he pushes the issue, then people will jump on him and, and leave others open. Mm-hmm. So I think in many ways, Draymond is uh, you, when you watch him just kind of play, you just realize, man, this this guy's really good player, mm-hmm. really good player. It was interesting. There's been conversation of how KD has prevented him from being like fully playing that way, because mm-hmm. um, with KD sometimes the, the offense gets a little bit more stagnant. Yeah, but I don't know. I I, I maybe maybe that's the case. I, I think it, at the same time too. Um, just watching the Warriors and the playoffs is always was always different. Mm-hmm. I think I think the last few years it's always been different once they hit the playoffs um, compared to during the season. So, I mean, you know, when KD if, if KD is able to come back, you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But yeah, but I mean, with this season, I don't think KD was the one keeping Draymond from playing the way you guys mm-hmm. do. It, it, well, I mean, obviously there's some with that, but what I'm saying, but. I heard Draymond lost like 15 pounds right before the playoffs or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like he's just in better shape than he was in the regular season. Which and, yeah, and he's playing that way. It's show, it's showing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it too. It's just his own personal discipline Definitely. just got that better, too. whatever the that case too. was. His he does look fitness, a his health. Yeah, it, it all it seems to have gotten better too. So I think that's, that's allowing him to play that way. I think it's crazy for him to to be quote unquote that that that, that skinny, <laughs> and 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 even though he's lost the weight, he's still able to. To push the issue mm-hmm. um, against uh, bigs because he's still playing small ball five, yeah, you know, and, and he's able to um, you know body them up and I think that's crazy, you know, to to see him able to do that mm-hmm. even even after losing the weight because a lot of times uh, you know when you get to that level if you if you are smaller or or you know, way less then then you'll be able to get pushed around a lot easier, but he he's just been pushing the issue. Uh, making his moves and it's been crazy. Yeah. Just watching that, it's mm-hmm. been fun. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I, I wanted to give as much credit as I could to Draymond Green during that series because hmm. Steph Curry, again, he hit some timely shots and things like that. But like, if I'm think if I'm watching the game, I'm like, oh yeah, Steph's not getting those shots without Draymond. Um, those those defensive possessions, that's not Steph, that's Draymond. Yeah. You know, like so. Yeah, uh, but but it's the sheer fact that Steph can just stand there on the wing. And still get like get a get a positive plus minus yeah. rating just because he's there like yeah. he's just present on the floor. Oh yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. But yeah. But anyway, sorry. Back to Milwaukee, Toronto. Um, I don't know. I actually don't remember if we talked about it in the last time. Did um, oh no, we did talk about it. Hmm. Did we, or well, I don't know if uh, Philly Philly uh, Toronto was over when we um, 
potted last about NBA. But the, uh, Kawhi shot, did we talk about that last? I don't think so. The balance, the four bounce yeah. shot. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it because that happened. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi from the corner, buzzer beater in the in that <laughs> elimination game, right? It yeah. was the elimination game. That's right, because MB cried afterwards. Yeah. Right? <laughs> elimination game. Um, Kawhi drives to the corner, shoots it, this crazy high arcing shot, oh, bounces on the rim like four times and falls in, and Toronto goes crazy. Like, I mean, it was an incredible shot. And Kawhi, man, like, the fr- I think they said it was the first buzzer beating uh, game, like buzzer beater, like in the playoffs ever. In the NBA oh, really? Season, I, think. I think it's what they said. Or was it maybe just for an elimination game? I forgot what... There was a specific yeah. criteria, but I want to uh-huh. say it was like one of the first time that there was an actual buzzer beater um, winner. I don't think it's up. ever in history. That does, I don't think that would... We'll have to look it up yeah. later, I think. I feel like I, I've read that. If only we had a stat guy. <laughs> yeah, stat guy. Tell us. Hello. <laughs> Come on, stat guy. Um, we should just make a cut here. And <laughs> yeah, <then>. cut here. <laughs> but, no, I think, I think what was what's funny, though, like on a side note, is... I think people were analyzing that shot, and when he got the inbound pass, I think he took like two steps before he dribbled. He put the ball down. Oh, they were saying so. He people traveled. were like, "Oh, did he travel?" Oh, and I was like, "I mean, that's like stuff a bunch of NBA players do. Is as soon as they get the inbound, they take a couple steps and then they put the ball down. Yeah. Never called, mm-hmm. never called. But would that have changed the situation if they had called that? Yeah, that's last second. But yeah, that was that was a crazy shot. I think." Um, after the first two games, I was I was kind of worried as a, as a Warrior fan. I was like, man, we're gonna have no rest. You know, these uh, <laughs> these Bucks are just coming in hot, and they're just gonna just tear through tear through Toronto, and 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 we're we're injured. We're you know, it's gonna be terrible. But then after these last two games, I'm just kind of like, I think I think we're on our way to a three-peat. <laughs> I, I think I think we're good because I I just I think we. Warriors got hot at the right time, and, and you just don't know what's going on in this series. This series is just so. Like, is it going to go back and forth for whatever teams that whoever's at home? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, the same thing happened last year. You know, the same thing that happened last year in the East, and you know, it, it just showed that those play, those teams just weren't ready yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's the Bucks' first time getting this far, and it'd be their first Finals appearance if they if you know if they win it out, and. Um, Kawhi, you know, has been in situation. He's been to the final. He's a Finals MVP. You know, we forget that sometimes. So, um, but it wasn't his team when he did. That's true. It's that's true. Team. That's true. That's true. This is like, and this is a completely different situation too, in mm-hmm. terms of how they play basketball and everything. Yeah. So, um, but it's a very interesting situation. I mean, so like, I mean, last I had, let's see, I had Milwaukee losing to Boston. I think. What in the second round? Oh, I had them losing to Boston because uh-huh. I completely underestimated Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But then this time I was like, oh, like Milwaukee's so good, they're yeah. just gonna breeze by Toronto. And then I feel like, dang, I'm completely over us. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee, no, I'm just like giving them too much credit <laughs> because it's like I don't know. Like, okay, take out Kawhi and put it where put him where Giannis is and put Giannis on, in Toronto. Oh, and, switch them. Yeah, switch them. And who's a better team then? Like who? Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out like who has the like actual better pieces around their star. Yeah, I think that's so hard too because those two play such different games. Yeah, I think Kawhi's not really a distributor. You know, he's not really a passer. And, and um, in the midst of that, he, he though Jason Kidd tried to make him one. He tried to. Yeah, but when it comes to Toronto, 
I think he, he, he gets his shots and he, and he attacks when he needs to, but then he can also defer it, pass it off. Yeah. Uh, but in Milwaukee, I think, I mean, you got some playmakers, but a lot of it is just surrounded, like, it's just pieces that are surrounding um, uh, Giannis. Yeah. And they just they, perfecting they around Giannis. Yeah. And, and, and Giannis is definitely the core. If he goes down, the whole team crumbles. Yeah. So I think in that sense, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Milwaukee seems to be more talented on paper. Milwaukee yeah. does. I think with um, Middleton, with Brooke Lopez playing the way he's playing, mm-hmm. um, Miritich off the bench, um, Eric Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon, to Mac- Malcolm Brogdon coming yeah. off the bench, he's playing well. That guy's super underrated, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. He's, he's actually a, after coming out. He's at 50, 40, 90 right now. And he was he was injured and he came back and he's just been hot yeah. ever since coming off. Yeah. Which is like unheard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he I I you know, I I, I want to give Milwaukee the edge, but I think about Pascal Siakam, how he's just not played up to par this series yeah. as he was in previous series. And then Serge Ibaka being the rim protector he is and yeah. being able to What's funny is that like he never wanted to play the way he's playing now, but we taught him that in Oklahoma City. <laughs> we're like, no, you have to yeah, you have to learn that. to pick and pop. You have to yeah. we taught him those things and he became that player, but he was like, I don't want to be this guy. And then that's exactly how they're using him in Toronto and he's flourishing. Like he it. wanted to be Steph Curry. <laughs> but uh yeah, Serge Ibaka being there. Kyle Lowry finally showing up the right time after starting a starting the playoffs with an 0 and seven game. Over. <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy. So um, yeah, so I don't know. It, it's a really interesting. Who do you have winning? Um, I want to say Toronto in seven, just because I want to. I'd rather face Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think Brook Lopez brings a lot of matchup problems. And Giannis is just crazy. We don't have K, uh, KD. So your heart says. <laughs> my heart says, please Toronto win. Um, but my head says, I think Milwaukee. Milwaukee in, in seven. Yeah, I'm thinking. I think Milwaukee in seven too. Yeah. I think I think we agree on that one. I don't know why though. It's so hard for me yeah. to look at this. But Chris Broussard had a very interesting take where he said, um, "No, no, no, not Chris Richard Jefferson." Richard Jefferson. Really interesting take where he said, um, "All NBA fans that complain about the Warriors should want the Warriors to win because if they win, especially without KD, then KD will probably leave." So they're well, like, you should want the Warriors to win. Yeah, no, so I have a different reasoning for wanting uh-huh. the Warriors to win. Like, I don't care if KD comes or leaves or yeah, stays. Yeah. Like, I, I really could care less. My only, like, like <laughs> and this is a completely personal vendetta, right? Like, is that no other superstar at this point should get a ring before Russell Russell. <laughs> so, I, so if you've already won a ring, so KD, Steph, Russ, yeah. or KD, Steph, uh, Draymond, Clay, all these guys, like if they if they stack rings for the next decade, I don't care. <laughs> like I really don't care as long as nobody else gets one before Russ. <laughs> Russ just needs one. I don't even care if he's like gets more than KD or Steph or yeah. not. Like I I don't care at all. I'm just like just get like I don't want Harden to get one before him. I don't want Giannis to get one. I don't want Dame to get one before him. I don't want anybody wow. to get one before Russell Westbrook. If Russell like during the playoffs got injured mm-hmm. and PG had to lead that team, right? I would like no, just lose. <laughs> Russ needs to get one before you, PG. No <laughs> like he, Russ needs to deserve that. You know, he has to earn that ring. You guys have to get it together. <laughs> I was like, no, Russ has to win that ring. Like I, I, that, that's where. I'm, so I, like, as soon as OKC was, I was like, I was thinking that I was like, yeah, I think the Warriors have to win this. <laughs> like, all the way. They have to go all the way because I don't care if they win. I don't care how many that's rings great. they get. Like, awesome. I was like, just after them, Russ. Awesome. <laughs> like during this era of super superstars that we have. Let LeBron get as many as he wants. Let <laughs> let KD let Steph. Let Wait, but LeBron on the Lakers? I don't care. <laughs> Just not before Russ. <laughs> well, actually, there, are there any other? 
Well, so look, if there was another superstar that joined, joined him. LA, right? Like like um, somebody who hasn't won. So but you want Kawhi to join Let's say AD him. joined them. Uh-huh. I'd be like, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, LeBron. If Kawhi joins them. Kawhi joins them. Ooh, that's okay. different. Actually, Kawhi, that's okay, because yeah. Kawhi's won one. That's okay. Yeah, he's like, fine. fine. Just not before Russ, you know? That, what, that if, what if KD and Kawhi go together to the Clippers? Or KD and, oh, the and, Clippers, though. I hate them as much as, like... <laughs> Superstar player, or like, or like KD and Kawhi go, or oh, KD no, and if, Kyrie go to like the Knicks. But they both won one. I don't care about that. So I think no. So, but if they went to the Clippers, right? Yeah, I would be concerned because freaking Patrick Beverly getting one <laughs> before Russ is like, like, oh my god, that's so much. If Patrick Beverly got one before Russ did, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with with rings. And I don't that's care great. how many rings. Awesome. I'm like, just as long as actually, I care about one ring. That ring should belong to Russell. Wilson. The one ring yeah. to rule them all. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, and my wife hates that I'm, like, kind of, like, <laughs> like, I mean, if everybody could lose, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, if nobody got one this year, that would be fine. <laughs> that would be the only better alternative. <laughs> no, that's great. Somehow that's they great. just canceled the NBA. <laughs> they didn't give any rewards. You know, that's where I was. The world ends for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Put on pause. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, so let's, let's. Discuss them all, whatever teams, because those are all I think have been released. Is there oh, any that we're missing? Uh, I think rookie and def- defensive, and then all NBA were the only ones that have come out. But there's no other teams though, right? All offensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I don't think that, yeah, I think that's it, right? So all, let's talk about um, the all rookie team. Yeah. Um, the first is there two? Yeah, there are two. Two teams, teams right? yeah. So the first team we have DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley the third, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Does that would you switch anybody out? Mm. Actually, let's look at this. What do you have the second team? I, I actually yeah, yeah I have it up here. Who, second team is um, Shai Gillis Alexander, Colin Sexton, Landry Shamet, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter got in. Oh, yeah. you know, and some notable uh, absences are. Mikhail um, Bridges, oh, yeah. Kevin Knox, Josh Okogi. Okogi was pretty good. Um, Jalen Brunson, Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier was, was playing That's really well at some point. Um, Sexton? Colin Sexton. Well, Sexton, he's already in. Oh, Col- so- Colin Sexton is in? He's in the second team. Oh, oh sorry, I must have And then Miles Bridges. Mm-hmm. He, he was playing hot at times, but yeah. never really put it all together. I think those are some of the more yeah. Yeah. notable ones. Yeah, you know, I feel weird about Jaron Jackson Jr. got injured mm-hmm. and didn't play as much as like some of these other guys did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but he was clearly like amazing. This oh season. yeah, like the time he did play, it was like, yeah. oh, this guy is the future of Memphis. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Marvin Bagley Jr. was a late comer. I feel like I, I think he kind of built into. It. I think he was just kind of. Steadily growing throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of it, it wasn't big enough for me to care that much about Marvin Beckham. I think it was just because it was... Um, I, think, I think it was just because it was the Kings. I think they yeah. they had just so many other pieces around. Mm-hmm. I think it was... Like, That's like true. One thing is, like, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton, he's, he's on the Suns, and no one cares about the Suns. That's so true. It kinda, you kind of like, you know, but it's just him and... Him and um, well, DeAndre Ayton... Jonathan Aiden had some like glaring flaws in his defense. Yeah, glare. Like his numbers were fine. Like he he was gonna average double double no matter yeah, what. Yeah. Like he was gonna be a Dwight Howard kind of guy. But but his defense was just like so not good that. But I think the problem with that is this for 
DeAndre Ayton, it's him and him and Devin Booker, and that's kind of it. Yeah, like, you don't really talk about anybody else. Yeah, with the, but I mean, with the Kings, the, you have so many other players to talk about. Yeah, you have uh, Buddy Heal, De'Aaron Fox, yeah, Harrison yeah, Barnes, Harrison Barnes, all, in all there these now. guys. So that's I think true. in that sense, it made it harder for him to kind of get that recognition. That's true, and he did play really well at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, it was just like I, I just like it just felt so late, and I wonder if yeah. this was like a recency bias kind of thing, hmm. as opposed to wait, who did you? Have? There was Colin Sexton, there was. Shy Landry, Shy, Landry. Shy, Landry. 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 See, Landry Landry. and Shy, like I was, ta- I was, I mentioned this in our little Instagram chat room that I thought Shy Gil- Gildas Allen Alexander was so good this season, though his numbers don't really like say anything explicit yeah, yeah. about him. But um, being on that Clippers team, being a starting point guard on that Clippers team when Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly is there, when you have some pretty well-known, you know, yeah. point guard veterans there, mm-hmm. um, that he, they, uh, who was a Doc Rivers trusted him. Uh, and then Landry Shamit played so well, like he, he seemed like a, the perfect 3 and D guy and he was on Philly they traded him for Tobias Harris to the Clippers and so and he played pretty well in the Clippers too so I don't know it was just crazy to me that both those guys like I thought who played really well really well ended up second team but part of it's positional right like you have to have you know three forwards and two two which is crazy though because I would say in the second team three of them are for sure guards you know Shai, Colin, Landry that's true and Kevin Herter you could say he's a two guard yeah. And those are four guards then on the second team, which uh, is kind of crazy. Yeah. Wait, who were the other two? Herder and who was the other? Uh, Shamit, and then Colin Sexton, and then Shai. No, who's the fifth? Sorry, fifth guy. Oh, Le- Mitchell Robinson. Oh, Mitchell Robinson, Knicks, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, Mitchell Robinson had a good... Yeah, he had a good, good season. He's a good defensive player. I think... It's just going to be another Drummond, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's... he's Man, when, when he was coming to the draft, I was like, oh, the Warriors should be looking <laughs> But I think he might have gone before. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if he's on the Knicks, he probably went before. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's interesting. I think um, some points that are really interesting is, you know, Doncic comes away. and Yeah. I think Doncic and it looks like Doncic and... Trey Young, Young with only unanimous. Only unanimous. And that's crazy because Doncic, I think with, with Porzingis coming into Dallas. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait to watch Dallas next season. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Especially then, if they pick up somebody else too. Oh, yeah. And then you got... And then you got Trey Young and Kevin Herter on the yeah. Hawks. You know, making with these. John Collins. Oh, man. And then they have, a, they have like two picks in the top ten. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. They have two first-rounders. You're talking 10. about like, you know, the, the, the mini Warriors right here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's really cool, though, to kind of see like, these young guys coming up. And, and you just kind of hope that, that they'll keep developing so the NBA keeps starting to grow. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool. That's good. Pretty yeah, cool. I, I mean, I, I don't have a huge problem with how the, the, who the rookie. I don't think there were any... Snubs, no, I don't yeah, think so. No snubs, yeah. I think this year. And then when you look at the list of people that didn't make it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's move on. Uh, 2018, 2019, all defensive yeah. first team. We have Rudy Gobert, reigning depoy, uh, Paul George, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then you have interestingly, you have Marcus Smart, Boston Celtics, and you have Eric Bledsoe of the Milwaukee Bucks in the first team. Uh, mm-hmm. you have the second team in front of you, yeah, uh, Drew Holiday. Clay Thompson, Joel Embiid, Draymond Green, and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, uh, you know it's so interesting because it's like you would pick in a, in a you know in a series you would pick the second team to beat the first team, <laughs> like right? Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, they're offensively obviously better team. Defensively, has Clay Thompson been on a first team? Um, has he been on a second he's, team? He's been on a second team all defense, right? No, uh, I think they were saying this was his first time. I could be wrong. Okay, I could be wrong. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'll have to check that. It's that guy. It's that guy. Hey, it's that guy. You're here. You're here. 
Um, can you give us those numbers? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting though because I think for at least for Golden State's players, it those it's interesting when you watch them in the playoffs now, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like, wait, these guys are second team. Yeah, but yeah, they're you know it's, it's not based off of playoffs exactly. Right? Like, that's what's it's crazy. not, which is just crazy. Um, and and you kind of wonder. Were there other players that that should have been considered higher as well? Yeah, you know, I think um, I was. I think I, I when I when I scanned over it, I thought Eric Bledsoe was odd. Yeah, I thought I had no idea Eric Bledsoe was even in yeah. contention for something. Like that. I, think, he, I don't think he's ever been right. Chosen. I don't. I don't think so. I think it was just really odd to to kind of see him in that first team, if anything. Yeah. And then Marcus Smart, I was like, oh, you know, he can be a pest. Yeah. But maybe second team would have been better for him. But who's more pestier, Marcus Smart or, or like, Patrick Beverly? Because I feel like Pat Bev got snubbed here. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. we were talking right before we started the pod about um, analytics and eye tests because I, after I saw Eric Bledsoe there, I was like, okay, no, I have to look this up. What are yeah. his defensive win shares? What? And he's not bad. He's not a bad defender. Like, he had a pretty mm-hmm. okay season defensively. But um, I don't know that... Patrick Beverly, um, you know, had a better season or not defensively, but the fact that he's not even on the second team, you know, or at least, you know, put him on the second team and move up, you know, Draymond Green or something, you know, like, like, I don't know, like, it just seems so odd not to see Patrick Beverly there because yeah. he was such a good defender, or he's always been a good uh-huh. defender. So, yeah, Eric Bledsoe being there is really weird. It was really odd. I think, um... Marcus Smart too. I was like, oh, maybe second team. Yeah, and but we're talking about how Marcus Smart sort of fits yeah. the analytics and the eye test. Yeah, but Eric Bledsoe does he like? I don't feel like he fits the eye test. I don't think so either. Yeah, and you were saying um, he's benefiting off. His, oh yeah, yeah. Giannis and you have Giannis. You have Chris Middleton guarding. You know, Brook Lopez. Brook Lopez down low. Man, it. it I, I was saying earlier. I think I could play defense on that team and, and get on the All NBA team. <laughs> it's just. It, you, you have all the pieces around you. Like, where, if someone gets by you, you know that, that you got Brooke Lopez, and if Brooke Lopez is going to come, you know that Giannis is going to you know, roll over. Yeah. So you just kind of, you can get up all, you can get you can get in someone's grill and just be there, you know, and, and, and make it hard for them. Yeah. But it's it's just, I don't know. Like, it was weird. Like, to, to have him be passed over Drew Holiday, who's so, like, underrated. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Seriously. You know? Well, Kawhi Leonard didn't play enough. I, I think so. he's on all these second teams because he, did, he just didn't play enough. Mm. He played like 50 games. Yeah. So. Uh, and Clay, I don't think he really put it together until the, the playoffs. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, part of me is like, does, because this is technically a regular season award, yeah. it's almost as if it doesn't really matter. You watch, you watch how players play in, in the, in the uh, playoffs versus the regular season. Yeah. And you're kind of like, they just put it together so much better in the playoffs. Like, you know, why why isn't it? Why can't we add that part into it? Yeah. You know, the playoffs. If they're gonna do it after everything, after the whole season, yeah. why not add the playoffs into this picture and maybe add a little bit more weight to the playoff? Yeah. Aspect? Well, so I think because there's also the aspect of there's consistency is one thing. So you need a long season to show that, not just you know a few months. And then I think um, there's probably also the thought of um, there's monetary things to this like if they like Giannis yeah. is eligible for his supermax because he made the first team this season mm-hmm. like if he doesn't make the first team or if he's not on any all the all NBA team then mm-hmm. he's not getting that supermax so I think there's monetary value too and you need to like that matters too so because if somebody you know in the playoffs plays really well um, uh, and and all these other people don't get the opportunity to showcase that you know because they didn't make the their team didn't make the playoffs or whatever the case is like um, then it's like you know 
they I think there's there's less chance for them to well uh, on that point if you look through wow Steph Curry got a got a vote <laughs> team defense defense oh, wow that's amazing anyways if you look at the first two teams every every player on there has made the playoffs yeah uh, if you go to the people that didn't make the vote these are guards right here uh-huh. um, Danny Green Patrick Beverly Derek White Jimmy Butler Russell Westbrook Chris Paul James Harden Malcolm Brogdon Kyle Lowry Josh Richards, did Miami? They didn't make it, they, right? They didn't Miami. make it. Josh, he's the first one. He's the first one to not make the playoffs. That's, that's true. Right after him, you got Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, oh, Mike Conley. Yeah. All these guys are making the playoffs, you know? And you just go to the forward. It's kind of the same thing all the way down. You know, P.J. Tucker, Pascal Siakam, Robert Covington. Oh, yeah. Palmer. Why isn't P.J. Tucker on this list? He just didn't get enough votes. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> like, isn't that crazy, though? Like, yeah. you have Eric Bledsoe and Marcus Smart, and you're like... But so uh, another point that I think we made right before starting this is this whole positionless basketball. Oh, that's true. And is there really difference between guards and forwards? You know, there's, there's some days. that are clearly different. Sure. You know, there's some that are, like a power forward is not going to look like a point guard most of the time. Yeah. Ben Simmons is probably an exception. Yeah. But other than that, like there's a lot of players that kind of mix in between positions. Yeah. You know, and that's I true. think you were I think you were saying. Uh, for her one of the awards, like why not just move him down and then move another person in? Yeah, like uh, I was talking about Luca because he's yeah. considered a guard. Yeah, but they but he's like clearly he's a forward. Eight, he's yeah. like clearly like a small forward or something. You know, so it's just kind of like well, in this positionless basketball, other than clear like you know like centers or or power forwards and point guards, is there any way to kind of just mix and match? You know, to, yeah. to the people that just played the best. Yeah, you know, at, at whatever position they were at. Because, um, you know, even Clay Thompson, he's he's running, playing the three at times, you know. Sure. Um, Draymond's playing the center at times. All these players are playing in different places. So it's kind of, why is this position, the position aspect so key? I mean, there's, yeah. there's maybe a reason. I mean, maybe obviously, a lot of that has to do with tradition. Yeah. Just how traditionally maybe. basketball has been played maybe. and they just haven't changed it. Uh, though they have changed, actually. They took the center position out. It's just three forwards and two guards. It used to be two guards, two. Really? Well, at least it was for the All-Star game. So I just well, assumed that game, was... Also, game, I think, is a little different. Yeah, but but I mean, don't you... That wasn't the case with the all-NBA teams? No, it's it's not. There's a there's clearly two guards, two forwards, and a center. And that's how everything's divided, too, when it comes to those that didn't make the team. Okay. There's guards, okay. forwards, and centers. Okay, gotcha. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if the changes like that, they were willing to let go of those things for the sake of the... Who does better and stuff? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Let's move on to the uh, All NBA first team was announced today. Yeah, that was first, crazy. second, third team. Pretty cool. I think. Um, yeah. Okay, we can talk about it. So, first team we have uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, we have Paul George, we have Stephen Curry, we have James Harden, and we have Nikola Jokic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I don't list. know why. I don't know why Steph Curry wasn't unanimous. It was just... <laughs> But it was, it was. I think. I think. Kind of. I. I was slightly surprised that that Steph made the first team. To be honest. Oh really? I think it's not not any knock on him, mm-hmm. but I think he started off the season just hot, mm-hmm. and then he kind of drifted a little. And you know, the whole Warriors team was just kind of you know, up and down all season, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. You know, you just couldn't tell if they're really into it or you know if they're just waiting for the playoffs. And um, you know, Steph's my favorite player. He's he's one of the greatest players of all time. But I, I think a part of me. Uh, you know, kind of just looks at some of the other players. Maybe it's just because there wasn't anybody that can kind of take that spot from him. Maybe that's why he made 
you know, the, the first team versus uh, other players. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe that's maybe that's why. But kind of, it was interesting. I I, I was kind of surprised, but you know, I'm still happy nonetheless. Yeah, I don't think there was any player this season that was better than him at his position. I, I think that's the thing. It's it's almost like it's almost like him uh, him and Harden have kind of separated themselves from the pack, and it's just kind of hard for people to make up that ground because uh-huh. um, you know even if I throw in the second team, you got Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, you got Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie maybe because he's injured. That was kind of surprising to see him in the second team, but in the third team, you got Russell Westbrook, you got Blake Griffin, LeBron, uh, Rudy Gobert, and then Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. and. Maybe, maybe I guess maybe Dame's the only one that could have really taken some votes away from the other two. Oh, in terms of um, of, of uh, Steph Curry and, and Harden. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe that's why. Maybe they've just Harden and and Steph have just separated themselves from the pack to the point where it's almost impossible to kind of make up the ground. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm happy with these though. They seem accurate to me. All of them? Uh, yeah, all of them. I'm trying to think if there's an... Like LeBron, even LeBron making an all-team, all-NBA team was interesting. Yeah. Just because of how long he was injured. But it just almost feels like he should be there just because he's LeBron. I, th- I think at the same time, he, he made the Lakers better when he was in. Yeah. Too. So That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no Anthony Davis. You know, Rudy Gobert in that place. He deserved it, I think. Um, yeah. Blake Griffin had a phenomenal year. I'm trying to think if there's anybody... That Kemba Walker stole stuff from. Do you have so, a list of people? Yeah, okay. so some of the snubs, you got Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, Ben Simmons, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, DeMar DeRozan, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, dude. Um, Dwayne Wade made it with one. He got one. Uh. <laughs> Evan Booker got one. Eric Gordon, Drew Holiday, Kyle Lowry, Lou Williams. I think D'Angelo, he only got, he only, he got three third-team votes, mm. which is slightly surprising. You think he shouldn't have gotten any? I think he should have more. Oh yeah, I think he should. Yeah, have more. I'm like when you after reading that list, like Delo's the only one that's sticking out that I'm like maybe could have replaced Kemba, but Kemba no. You know what? I forgot Kemba had a really good year. Kemba he did. He, he did started the season like super he did strong. Have a good year. But yeah. I think I don't know. I think both of us are just kind of uh, rooting for Brooklyn. Yeah, we like playoffs. We like scrappy. You know, yeah. the the team that no one thinks would do well and just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Another interesting note, you have uh, Paul George and Giannis being the only two who are both on, on the All-NBA team. First team All-NBA, first team All-Defense, mm. which is really interesting because both of them were in contention for MVP as well. Yeah. And so whoever wins the MVP, um, I think they're also both in co- contention for Depot, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I think if, if this will be the if, – if whoever wins – uh, MVP and Depoy, like if Giannis or Paul George wins both of those, it would be first time since Jordan that that, uh, win all that a, yeah, a player will have won uh, the wow. Depoy and uh, MVP in the same season, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it shows how much of a two way play they're truly like short there. Like I, Paul George isn't going to get the MVP. Like I think Giannis will get it, but Depoy is like really up for grabs. I really feel like yeah. that. Rudy Gobert, I think this is the third player on that list. Oh yeah, yeah, his uh, rim protection is is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but it feels like because the league is so guard-centered now mm-hmm. that rim protection is still valuable, obviously, but like perimeter defense should be in the spotlight just because of oh, yeah. this, right? Like, I think it is. And so it makes sense that both Giannis and Paul George are there yeah. and not more centers for rim protection. Like oh, Joel yeah. Embiid being yeah, there, yeah, example, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. I, I think... Do um, you have any snubs or you feel like there was anybody who... I thought one thing that was really interesting was that KD was on second team and, and Stephanie the first team. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because... No, because Paul George had a better season. No, no, no. I'm not saying that... K, that I'm not saying that KD should have, like, been put into the first team. Oh. I'm saying... You know, like, my earlier point that I was kind of surprised that Steph Curry made the first team, I think. Um, maybe, like, like, really just kind of analyzing it. I think, you know, maybe he did separate himself. Because this... This t- these teams weren't announced. They were announced maybe like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of thinking about it now, it's like oh, like maybe 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 they did. A, I think you know him and him and uh, Harden did enough to separate themselves. Yeah. But it's James just Harden and Giannis were the only unanimous folks. You, you think uh, you think Kevin Durant's gonna be butthurt about being on the second team no, below Steph? I don't think he's cared. below Steph. Well, <laughs> well, no. Uh, but here, here, this again, um, positions. Yeah. You know, there was nobody in the in another guard position between Harden and uh, Steph Curry. And if, if KD's a guard, he, does he take uh, Curry's place or Harden's place? You know, like or if if one of the if, if Harden is a forward, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does he take anybody else's place in that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. So I just think like that's part of it too. Is that like like there's only so much space available to, to yeah. be in either team? You know, so it is it is crazy about. though. If you look like at maybe the they both should have been first team. It if was, you look at the voting though. Mm-hmm. Harden was unanimous. Steph Curry got 91 uh, first team votes. First team votes. And nine second team. Nine second team. So he, like, it, it was clearly their race. Yeah. Um, KD. He had more competition. His, his gap was huge, though. Between, okay, so Kawhi, had, Kawhi, KD, how many second team votes? Is Kawhi to KD. Kawhi actually got more first team votes. Most More first team votes. But, which is dumb to wait, me actually, since he played less. No, no, no. Actually, sorry. Kawhi got more second team votes. That makes sense. But Kevin Durant got more first team votes versus Kawhi's third team votes. So Kevin Durant had 29 first team, 71 second team, and no third team. And then Kawhi got 73 second team and then 23 third team. Okay. Yeah. So he was kind of Kevin Durant was clearly the the And what about between um like how did how did Paul George and Giannis? Well, Giannis got a hundred, but I mean, yeah, Paul George got seventy one first team, twenty five second yeah. team. Yeah, so I think it was three just thir- three thirteen. Yeah, so I just think it was super clear, like amongst forwards too, right? Like, oh, Paul George had a like Paul George and Giannis like separated themselves as the best forwards this season, hmm. um, and KD like though he had a great season was yeah. like was not Paul George, it was not Giannis Antetokounmpo, like that kind of thing. So you don't think he's gonna go on like his Twitter account and just find <laughs> I mean. Maybe I don't know, but uh, cap cap cap. <laughs> you don't got my number. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, so I mean, yeah. Last thing we wanted to talk about was like Kevin Durant in the news again for sitting at home and being on Twitter because him and Chris Broussard apparently are butting heads, uh, making claims about each other. That's so it's crazy because somebody's lying, and only one of them can really lose their jobs. So, well, like, technically, none of them are lying. Because it's just, it's just um, I guess, I guess word usage. Because Broussard said text, but he doesn't have Katie's number. Oh, he's, talking, he's about talking about DMing, DMing him. And, and, oh, that's you right. Know, isn't it the same? That's and, right. And technically, none technically, of them lie. Technically, you know what like, but. but it's just kind of, I don't know. I think Katie's antics at times are just kind of like, yo, how old are you? <laughs> I think that I think that's the thing. I yeah. think it's just, you don't see a lot of NBA players act like that. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of like, like. What is it? Just because of the spotlight on KD, or is it just his personality? Is is he just overly sensitive? Yeah, you know, I feel like he just wasn't allowed to do a lot of that in his younger years mm. in the NBA and while he was with Oklahoma. Oklahoma City is like infamously like 
infamously what is it like contains uh, like media from like like you know inter- in, uh, intervening on the team and like things like that and uh, Katie has said on record like how much he appreciated that especially as a younger star yeah but that like I was just glad Oklahoma City just made it about basketball and tried not to put too much media in our faces where Golden State has always been pretty open with media I feel like um, well I think part of it too is just media is developed as well and, and Twitter and, and everything is developed to the point where things just get out and they just keep keep being talked about and you know media gets into everything you know like you man i think there was a point when i realized like sports media was no longer just sports media when they're talking about celebrities oh yeah you know? but they are celebrities no, no no like 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 celebrities that aren't athletes oh at all, i see i see aren't, aren't professional athletes and yeah. they're bringing that stuff into like espn's webpage yeah, yeah just kind of yeah. like what is the point of this <laughs> yeah what is drake doing like, on the on yeah ESPN, you know what like, is sports media yeah, now yeah so yeah. i think with that you know media makes money and yeah. And they're just trying to make as much money it as possible and everything. So, I mean, we'll see. I think it's going to be very interesting offseason. Apparently, he's not 100% on where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he's still trying to figure that out. Yeah. So. I mean, Katie, since he left, Oklahoma City was just like, it's becoming, he's discovering himself, like, and he's being the um, person that I think this generation of, this generation that we have in America, uh-huh. like, right now, kind of embodies. It's just yeah. like, you got to do what you what benefits you, no yeah. matter what, no matter what. You yeah. are you should be the first priority kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you should make choices based on what's best for you, um, and what you believe is the most important to you. And I think that's that's what Katie's doing. He's a product yeah. of that environment, you know. It's interesting. It's um, interesting. And again, it's like I, I totally agree with people who say like Katie can do whatever he wants. Like I, I think so too. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. You know? um, and he can be whatever way he wants. But it's like, it's like. When when he does have emotional outbursts on Twitter or whatever the case is, and he's complaining or he's you know fire, like clapping back at haters, whatever the case is, like I just wonder, like man, like why? I don't I, I don't get it. I don't get why he he has to do that. Yeah, you know? I agree. Like let let his Twitter followers do it. Yeah, like they do it for him too. Yeah. You know they defend him. Like yeah. so, I, it's interesting to me that like he feels like he has to do that himself. But maybe yeah. maybe that's what he's always been. Like he's been. Repressed maybe. from the media when he was in Oklahoma City, and then yeah. he came to Golden State. It's a little more open, and they're a little more able to speak for themselves. And near the end of his time in Oklahoma City, like he did that too. Like he was much more open with the media, and he had much more freedom, and they allowed him to do that. So you just um, kind of wonder if if he could put some kind of barriers around him, you know, yeah. to, in order to protect himself from that. Like yeah. I think a lot of NBA players, they one way to kind of cut themselves out of that is they put themselves into something like their family. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they're professional. They're the outside of the NBA profession. Um, it just makes me wonder, like, um, you know, you made one point you made was when he left OKC, he kind of started acting the same way. He started acting the same way that he is now with Golden State, mm-hmm. and and with that, if he goes to the Knicks, where the media is that much crazier, yeah, you know, how the spotlight is that much greater over there, yeah, and if if he goes to the Knicks and and if they don't start winning. Will the Knicks be just as happy to have him? Yeah, because you know? they're they're that a lot more critical. That's true. A they lot are. more critical. I mean, you're be under the spotlight. No one else to kind of help carry that. Then like, you have to deal with Stephen like, A. <laughs> if, you're, if you're here, if you're here at Golden State, like you have, you have uh, Curry, Clay, and Draymond to help carry that weight. Yeah. You know, if, if you start losing, it's yeah. not just you. But then if you go to the Knicks, even if a superstar goes with you, you know, like if it's Kyrie, you're gonna clearly be the the best player there. Yeah. And it's gonna fall on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you handle that? Yeah. Like if, if LeBron. He can he can handle it to some extent, but I think he's got some kind of uh, maturity about him. I think with KD, it's like, do you are you ready? 
Are you ready for that? If you're gonna choose to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. 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 Yeah. Wait, what? are we? Are we late? Oh, gosh, dang, oh we're, late we're, we're late for work. We gotta go. Yeah. Well, Ben and I are on our way back to the office. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed your lunch and our lunch and the conversation that we had. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about the conversation that we had, you can email us at ourlunchbreakpodcast at gmail.com or you can download the Anchor app. Uh, the Anchor app is where we are recording our podcast. Uh, there's a cool feature on there where you can leave uh, a voice message or a voicemail uh, for us so that we can listen to later and uh, we may, maybe we'll respond to it in a later episode. So please feel free to do that and uh, you're invited to lunch next week. So please join us next time uh, at our Lunch Break Podcast. <laughs>